to interview What? No What's up, what's up, what's up, people of rhymes and poetry? It is your girl, Nalzi Lee, and it is such a pleasure to do life with you guys. I mean, I don't think you guys understand how much this means. It is it is so uh, 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 great doing life with you guys. Every single time I come into this booth, I'm like... I feel at home, if you understand what I'm saying, because I'm connecting to you guys. And I just found out that I am charting on Apple Music, um, and I am number 300 and something. But I'm charting. This podcast is charting, so let's keep it going higher. Let's keep it going all the way to number one. Let's keep it going. I thank all of my people that are listening to this show. I don't want to call you guys fans because you guys are not fans of me, fans of Jesus. I just want to say thank you to every single person that listens and downloads the show. I want to thank you all the people in Ghana. Shout out to Ghana because I saw you guys are holding me up right there. Thank you to every single person on the Rhymes and Poetry page on Instagram. I love you guys to bits. But we need to get into the show right now. I got in the studio very happy today. And um, we are speaking poetry. We are speaking poetry. And for all the people that listen on Apple Music and don't know where to find me, you can either find me on the personalized page, which is Rhymes and Poetry, triple seven. There are no spaces, no funny, nothing. It's Rhymes and Poetry, triple seven um, uh, on Instagram. And you can simply just go onto the page, like, share, comment, do the most. You know, I love it when you guys do the most. I am soon, soon, soon going to be releasing a live video. So y'all need to just check out for that man i'm so excited for the future of rhymes and poetry but um if you're looking for active fm in general you can find them on uh the website which is www.activefm.co.za or otherwise find them on facebook which is active fm triple seven or you can find them on instagram which is at active fm triple seven the number of heaven and if you're thinking uh, i don't know what you're talking about today nancy you've been entering for so long and i don't know what you're talking about i'm speaking about copywriting in poetry so do people copyright in poetry is it a thing do people steal other people's poems i'd like to know and that's what we're gonna find out but before we get into the heaviness and the craziness of this show we're gonna take a quick breather take a step back and i'll see you guys right after this your heart beats i know you've been through terribly hard things believe me i've been there i know how it feels yeah lately you don't want to admit you're feeling broken heart on the line left hoping i know how it feels being ripped open emotional your life may be so far from perfect but i promise that it will be worth it just fall like a trust fall, yeah Fall onto me and just breathe I'm never gonna leave your side Whatever battles you fight Just set your fears aside Love me or hate me, I've been 
like a daisy. I held your hand walking through a minefield. Yeah, lately, I know you're feeling lost, and I may be. I swear that I got you, no, maybe. Even the bravest need saving. Sometimes. Your life may be so far from perfect, but I promise that it will be worth it. Just fall like a trust fall, yeah. Fall onto me and just breathe. I'm never gonna leave your side. Whatever battles you fight, to set your fears aside. So far from perfect, but I promise that it will be worth it. Just fall like a trust fall, yeah. Fall onto me, just, just breathe. I'm never gonna leave your side. Whatever battles you fight, just set your fears aside. Far from perfect, but I promise that it will be worth it. Just fall like a trust fall, fall onto me and just breathe. What's happening, people of Active FM, people of Rhymes and Poetry? My people, y'all are my people, man. Y'all are my people. You know, if you my people, that we love music. There's nothing better than Christ music, and we're better to get Christ music than Active FM. And because this is a podcast radio station, a Christian radio station, we are going to play you some hot tunes, and right after this, I will see you, and we'll be discussing copyright and poetry. See you right after this. Shiny, you're jarred. I 
Cause your mommy so bright to your jarre I be light of the world to your jarre And everywhere I go, you must clear your jarre Benny, I'm worried not today. What is on, 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 on? At the day, 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 It's like you don't know my father, you don't know the reason I call him Jehovah. Aguna Chamber, the Lion of Judah is living in me. It's like you don't know my power. Ah, you want to play with God, I be. You want to try your luck, I be. And do your winchi winchi, I be. You're feeling like Superman, I be. Ha, you wouldn't see till it hits ya. Glory of God comes through demolition. Go tell the bad man, I say me no fear ya. Cause this one, a church boy, come with the fire. Ha. Shiny, your jarre. I your mommy to bright to your jarre. I be light of the world to your jarre. And everywhere I go, they must clear your jarre. I see, I see, I see, I new act of worship album as above so below is out get your very own copy on itunes available on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music and so much more.
were those tracks oh my word i swear christian music keeps getting a better and better there is no limits to christian music christian music keeps elevating like every single time i hear christian tracks i'm like y'all are doing the most i mean i was in the office earlier on today and i was playing music and someone ran in and they were like jeez what song is that? That song is so amazing. That song really just, you know what I mean? Because that's what Christian music will do uh, to us. But that's what it is right here on Active FM. You know we give you the hottest music. You know we give you the hottest topics. And we are on Rhymes and Poetry right now. And we are going to be speaking about copywriting in poetry. So um, I was curious because i was like do people steal other people's poems because that's what copywriting is you know that right did you guys know that in universities i don't think it's in south africa only so i'm not gonna say in south africa only but literally there's a copyright check so you submit your uh, your stuff to this or your assignment to this uh, uh program and what it does is it reads how much copyright material you have in your essay and based on that, basically what they do is they, they, they basically see how much copyright you have. And if you have above a certain percentage of copyright, then that's not your stuff. And that's in writing across the board. I've seen it in, 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 in essays. I've seen it in books. I've seen it everywhere where I read something. I'm like, nah, man, I know this from somewhere. And there's nothing wrong with quoting. There's nothing wrong with quoting, but I don't think quoting is necessary in poetry. I mean, if I actually think about this, where do you get the time in a whole poem to quote something someone else said? And obviously you have to use the quote unquote. And basically what happens in literature is that you have to list your source. So if you quoting and you put the quotation marks and everything and you don't list your source in your bibliography or wherever, then you have copyrighted, honey. You've stolen. <laughs> but that's basically what it is. Um, and personally i don't think we should be copywriting in poetry because first i've spoken about this before where poetry is one of the short types of writing so every word counts everything that you write in there counts and for you to go copywriting what other person other people say or taking words out of every single not words words you can use but like lines out of other people's poems and putting them together that's not a, being a poet a poet is when you write out of your own and not stealing from other people's experiences so um an internet sleuth has uncovered a murky world of stolen lines and rhymes, uh, raising big questions about the identity and authenticity. In March this year, a woman went to the launch of Laventville, a second collection by Cherie Mack, a Newcastle poet uh, with a massive Facebook friends list and a strong local poetry uh, katori. Having uh, bought the book, which uh, presumably means that Mac signed for it herself, you could imagine the surprise when reading it. She found one of her own poems loosely copied inside of it. Can you imagine? You, you buy a book of someone that you're trying to support as a fellow poet, and inside that book you find your own poem. Inside! Not even saying Nolene wrote this poem, nothing as her own. I'm scared. I won't even lie with my poetry. Like I don't, co I don't uh, go and and uh, lay right on any of my poetry. I don't uh, go out in poetry and and there's nothing in my poetry 
that says you can't steal it which is a problem obviously with stuff i've published before i'll be able to go back to the date and be like ah, 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 i published it here and you publishing it now and you're saying it's your poem no but with stuff i've written and just left at home like anyone can take it and use it as their own poem which is scary in poetry you find people like that that really want to be poets but they can't do it and then they steal Plagiarism used to be something those sort of guys would describe themselves as net savvy and they would talk about it in this way showing up in writing workshops with a, a, a copyright sign before their names on their manuscripts assuring that it is asserted ownership over their work and that now no one could steal their idea. How I used to love. Fast forward to 20 years or so, most poets won't forget such names as Christian Ward, Graham Nunn, uh, CJ Allen, and a Harry. It seems these people who do steal your idea, no one knows why. So now Cherie Mack has taken the thing to a new level and redefined what plagiarism actually means. The poetry world is riven. And you 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 see this everywhere i mean you see it all the time where people plagiarize and, and and take from other people and they think it's fine i mean there's so much uh, that i would love to do personally in my po poetry but there's some things i'm scared to write down and just leave because i'm like what if someone takes it and they use it as their own work and i've seen it happen before where people have taken my poetry and they've actually used it in class you can imagine sitting in class and you're not expecting this person to read out your poem during the poetry sessions when we used to actually have to create our own poetry and this person is standing there reading my stuff and i'm like oh my word that is my poem like you didn't even change anything and you're supposed to be close to me because how else did you get it if you weren't close to me it is crazy funny story so um when i was in primary school um what we had to do because i don't know why primary school is very uh arts and culture based so we do a lot of fun stuff and we had to create our own song in groups so one of my best friends had a group with her friends uh, with her other friends and what happened was she did the song by herself but literally she's singing this song and everybody cries at the end of the song they're like oh my word this song was so beautiful you did so well you can imagine she's only in grade four she's like i'm a songwriter like finished i'm finished i'm a songwriter and now um she 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 sings the song and the words uh, that she sang went as follows um uh basically it was the song cry by rihanna and she was singing cry in front of everyone you won't see me cry i'm not afraid to that song and um people didn't know it then because what she had was an older sister that worked in a music store so they got songs before we knew the song so we didn't know the song so she's singing rihanna cry and we all haven't heard the song before and we're like oh my word you're such a songwriter and she had a beautiful voice i don't want to lie and weeks later the song comes out and i'm like isn't this the song she she plagiarized that was plagiarizing you got marks for a song you did not write it was plagiarizing now thinking back on it how didn't my teacher know that song because she was older you know as kids we got things late or well, i don't know if it was just me but I, everything came to me late like only when it was old did we find it out but that's basically what it was that's that's what plagiarism is
and uh, in this article it wrote the new sherlock holmes of poetry the art form's recent plagiarism cases have been meticulously investigated by ira lightman the uk's prodigiously gifted poetry sleuth who has worked tirelessly to set the record straight to find copied poems and restore them as it were to their rightful owners and if you think about this guys let's think about this nicely Many poems that were written back in the ages. And I can think about this personally for myself. Because I know in videos, in the video world, and I do work quite a bit with videos as well. Something you guys didn't know about me, just to, you know what I mean. But um, if you don't know this about me, I work a lot with videos. And with a video, the, it loses its copyright claims after 25 years. So if it's older than 25 years, then you can use it and there's no copyright claim that can be made. With poetry, I don't know if it should be the same thing because whether I write it 100 years ago or now, it's still my poetry, it's still my work. A video can be reused many ways, it can be reused in many things. I think it's also the same with music where you can actually use a song that's 25 years old and the copyright has, has lost um, warranty at that case, so you can't go and claim copyright. But with poetry, I don't think that should be the case, guys. Like, honestly, I don't think that should be the case with poetry. Because if you look at poetry, um, if I write something now and 25 years from now, now I can't claim my right to that poem. That, that's, that doesn't make sense. It, it, it's not clear to me uh, why that is the case. Um, many people right now go back to old poetry. And I've seen this before where... You're like, I know this poem from somewhere, but you'll never be able to guess it because now they're going deep into Maya Angelou's work. Some of the stuff that didn't become famous and they're copying that. Or they're going further back to people that wrote um, long ago and they're writing poetry from them. The best thing is if you really want to go into someone else's poetry, read the poem, in my opinion. Read the poem for your own ideas. Do you understand what I'm saying? And after you read the poem, then find your own ideas from that poem and write a separate poem based on the ideas you got from that poem. And I know, I know, there's been poems poems I've read that I was like, this is flippin' awesome, this is a brilliant work. And I read it and I was like, as I'm reading it, I'm getting my own pictures in my mind. And as the pictures are forming, I'm writing my own poetry. I've not plagiarized that person's work. I've only built on the idea that they've laid in their po poem. And that is fine. I don't find any problem with that. But for you to take lines out of other people's poems, that that should not be okay in any way in literature. It shouldn't be okay. And if we look at it, um, there's many people that plagiarize. And the question we have to ask ourselves when we're plagiarizing is, whose life is it anyway? Because I know with many po poems and poets, they're writing based on their own lives. They're writing based on their own experiences. If I'm feeling a certain way and now I'm taking a line from this one because they, um, they said I'm feeling sad in a way that I can't say. And I go to this person's poem and they say I'm feeling broken in a way that I couldn't say it before. And now I'm going to everyone's poems and I'm taking lines and I'm putting it together. That's not my life. That's other people's lives. And even though you've put it together, that's cut and paste. That's like making a collage with poetry. Like literally, if you think about collages, you, you're cutting and pasting many other people's pictures together to form one thing. But that is a collage. That is still copy pasting, if I can say it that way. It's not you making something new. 
So if you want to write poetry, go in it wanting to get ideas. Once you've gotten the ideas, then you can start building from there. And if you think um, of this carefully, basically we need to stop plagiarizing and we need to actually start uh, thinking about whose life we are living, ours or someone else's. The next thing is, is plagiarism a form of self-harm? Now I'm going to read this quickly. The one thing no one really knows about these plagiarists is this. Why do they do it? It seems to me self-evident that this is self-harming. Sorry. That this is a self-harming activity. Surely every time a plagiarist publishes a poem and all their friends compliment them on it, it just confirms to them that in their own conviction that the poem is the very thing they can't write. It must be agonizing. And why poetry? You're not going to get famous and you're not going to get rich. The issue is K. Miller seems to indicate this is identity itself. And that's what it is. It's an identity issue. Many of us are struggling with our own identities. So now we try and steal everyone else's identities in order to cover up for the fact that we're lacking our own identity. So now you go into everyone else's poem and you copywriting everything they've written. But the problem is, what does it mean for you? What does it mean for you? What does that say for your identity? And I understand what they're saying in this thing. Uh, where they say it's self-harm. Because if you think about it, if I can't do something, let's say I can't sing. And uh, I go on um, a singing competition. And now I'm miming. I'm lip-syncing. And the judges are like, oh my word, your voice is beautiful. In my soul, that's a reminder to me that I'll never be as great as the person they're praising. They're not praising me. They're praising that person that's uh, voiceover is going over my miming. They're praising that person. Same with poetry. They're not praising you. They're praising the person who wrote the poem. And that is the issue at hand here. You are not the one who's written the poetry. It's someone else that's written the poetry. So if you actually think about this carefully, you start then uncovering layers behind the fact that you'll never be able to write that poetry as effectively as the person that has written it. And now you start thinking less and less of yourself. You start thinking, I can't do poetry. And poetry is not for me. And poetry is hard. And poetry is this. And poetry isn't hard. It isn't all that people think it is. I've, I've, writ I've said many times i've even done a show that teaches you how to do poetry poetry is not hard you just need to learn the basics of doing it and then start doing it and if you feel like you're sucking keep going and i've said this before but plagiarism in my opinion is um a form of self-harm yeah so basically we can't plagiarize in poetry and i want to tell you guys a real life case, stu case study of someone that actually plagiarized in late September, a young lady, a poet, uh, Ailey O'Tooley, um, told us the rumpus that her Pushcart Prize-nominated poem, Gunmetal, was a great representation of how she started from a place of mental and physical destruction, but eventually collected the pieces of herself and resembled them to, into someone new. That addition reads now like a confession of guilt. As it turns out, gunmetal is very much a collection of reassembled pieces, pieces of other poets. 
O'Toole's bizarrely brazen act of plagiarism, stealing lines, phrases, and structural elements from the work of at least three other writers was uncovered last Friday. Unraveling, okay, last Friday doesn't mean our last Friday because I'm reading this article that was written quite a while back. Unraveling her career at the speed of Twitter, the medium by which her fledging reputation lived and died. Within 24 hours, the literary press, Rhymes and Bones, ah, almost Rhymes and Poetry, <laughs> had cancelled her forthcoming books of poems um, and their insular world of poetry. Twitter had already gone through the cycle of blame, bluff, bluff, oh, sorry, th- sorry, three, two, one, the cycle of blame, bafflement, and measured defense. At the center of the controversy is a void. O'Toole herself and her unexplained motivations. Poetry is intimate as it has non-remunerative, a tiny part of a small world of books where writers lay themselves bare and mine in the darkest of corners of their lives for an art. To steal the words of another poet is just theft, but is not just theft but violation. Yet what O'Toole did was just outrageous. It's also deeply weird from her self-incriminating emails and interviews to the Scooby-Doo-esque Dionomens. She would have gotten away with it maybe, if not for her own seemingly compulsive need to advertise what she had done. So, this is basically what she said. I did the thing. I got my own words tattooed on me. O'Toole proclaimed last week in a new deleted post, smiling and showing off her new forearm tattoo. The words ramshackle girl are very clearly visible on the top, with spitting teeth in the sink inked in similar type beneath. It's a line from Gunmetal. When she posted the photograph on Instagram, a former co-worker named Christina Conrad was sure she'd seen it somewhere before. And that's how basically they saw that this girl um, had actually copyrighted someone else's poem. I mean, you look at many people and many people want to be famous. You find that there's identity problems, as they said, there's identity issues where people are constantly pushing to be something that they're not. And that's where a copyright material comes from. You look at someone that you admire so much and you're like, I wish I could do what they did, but I can't. But I can steal what they've done and then use it as my own. That's basically the mentality behind it. And I don't support that mentality. And I'm going to get into a bit of identity and solving identity issues right after the break. But also, I'm going to share a poem of my own. It's an original, guys. You can go and search it. Like, literally, I wrote it myself. But I'm going to share an original poem um, that I put up. And I've been getting a lot of positive feedback. So I'm going to explain the mentality behind um, what I wrote and what I was thinking when I was writing it. So stay tuned to Rhymes and Poetry with your girl, Nalzi Lee. And I'll see you guys right after this. I know, I know we're gonna take it all the way. I know, I know it doesn't matter what they say. Cause when the sun shines down and wipes away the gray, I know, I know we're gonna take it all the way.
definition of safety, I think is an absolute illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you scared? Why you scared? Why you scared? Why you scared? Really big God, really big things. Really big God, really big things. Why you scared? Why you scared? Why you scared? Why you scared? Really big God, really big things. Really big God, really big things. Why you scared? I need someone to look at my relationship with God. It doesn't seem to be working. 
it seems to be kind of, I don't know, out of sync, something's wrong, only to discover you following Jesus was never meant for the beaten path. Or if you said, please get up on my way, I like big homie corn, I feel a type of way, hey, if you all comfortable, he ain't gotta stay, plus she ain't bringing board, he ain't ready for this way. Love up, uh, he ain't ready for this stage Call me, tie me up, let me trapped in a cage Where they can't hold me down, I like fun, I like me I will be, we the prayer, yeah, 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 we on the way The goal is not comfortable we retirement the, the goal is to live life We on the mission, way Following Jesus and sharing we his story of forgiveness and love We on the way why you scared? Why you scared? Why you scared? Really big God, really big things. Really big God, really big things. Why you scared? So we've been going through this thing of plagiarism and identity, right? And many people lack identity. They don't know where to find their identity. They don't know what's gone wrong with themselves. They don't know what to do with themselves. They're like, I just don't know what to do. And many people idolize people. And that's why idolization is clearly not okay. And, and God says that you can't put anything else above him. You can't idolize anything else. But people idolize so much. Like, I remember my friend in grade four. I'm sure she must have looked at Rihanna like, wow. She's an amazing songwriter, but I'll never be able to write like her. And that's why she plagiarized. If you look at the girl we spoke about now, she was like, wow. These people are brilliant poets. And I'll never be able to write poetry like that. So I'll plagiarize. And this is what people do. People stuff up their, stuff up their own lives and reputations. Because they're trying to gain lives and reputations of other people. People. and you need to realize in yourself that you have full identity but where do we find full identity other than Jesus Jesus is the only place where we can find full identity and if you look at Jesus he shed his blood in seven places when he died for us on the cross the one place of those seven being the blood of identity and his beard was literally ripped out of his face guys I don't know if you understand what I'm saying you can imagine if I pull just one of your hairs out and imagine if a whole beard is ripped out. It's, the Bible speaks about the fact that he was completely disfigured, disfigured to a point where they couldn't tell whether he was man or human. And he shed this blood, this blood dripped and it hit the ground for a purpose. That's so we could now find our identity in Christ and what the blood of identity absorbs is it absorbs the, 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 the fact that we're sensitive to people's opinion. It, um, it absorbs the fact that we have the fear of man. It absorbs the fact that we face rejection. The fact that we are ashamed. The fact that we feel insignificant, insecure, and have a low self-esteem. And we all know we have this, guys. We, I, I grew up being sensitive so much to other people's opinions. I would care what they thought about me. I always did things to try and impress people. I always tried to put my best foot forward, not for myself, but just so other people could look at me and be like, wow, you're doing great. Or just so other people could look at me and just be like, 
you i don't know like i always had this thing inside of me where i was like they need to see that i'm not this person and i'd get defensive if someone would freak out on me or like expose me in front of everyone because i I didn't want them to think i was like that i always wanted me to i always wanted them to think a certain way of me and this is being sensitive to people's opinion the other thing is being afraid of men I cannot tell you how fearful I was doing speeches in school. I would tremble. I would shake. I would I would literally be so scared standing in front of the whole class. And I'd literally speak like this. I couldn't speak in front of people. I remember starting rhymes and poetry and I was in the booth by myself recording the show and i was so afraid i couldn't even speak i was stuttering i was skipping words i was mispronouncing i was doing the most guys because i was afraid of people that weren't even in the booth with me but i had this thing in my head that when they listen to the show what will they think of my voice what will they think of me what will they think of all these things and i was so afraid that i couldn't even do anything i was paralyzed with fear the next thing is rejection and rejection is something we've all faced i mean the first time i was asked if i, I had faced rejection i was like no i haven't because i didn't realize that i actually had i actually had faced a lot of rejection and it got to a point where i actually hated people that's how much i had been rejected i was like if i harden my heart towards people then they can't get too close to me to hurt me again and that's how i was living ashamed you're constantly in a place where you know what you've done in the past and you're so ashamed you're like i don't want people to find out i'm ashamed of my past i'm this i'm that and people think that when you come to jesus basically you become this person that's just a sinner your whole life you're just sinning and that's how he looks at you he's like sister stupid sinner and that's not what god thinks that's not what jesus thinks and you feel inadequate you feel like you're not good enough like you can never be good enough you can never do anything that's good enough like all these other people will always be better than at than me at everything that i can't do they'll always be better than me they'll always do better than me and that's the problem you feel insecure you always um trying to secure yourself because you're feeling like you're not secure enough a low self-esteem you look at yourself and all you see is the issues you look in the mirror and all you see is the problems all you see is the hurt all you see is the rejection you don't see anything good out of yourself and jesus actually had his beard ripped off his face he was beaten and disfigured to a point where they said when he was on the cross guys i know we've watched the passion of the christ and we think oh my word it's so bad he looks so ah and we cry and we like sad but if you think about this jesus on that cross the bible speaks about the fact that all you could see is blood and exposed flesh and bone to a degree that you couldn't tell whether that thing hanging on the cross was um an animal or whether it was a human being that's how badly he was disfigured that's so we wouldn't have to live in that so that we would walk in full identity and bear with me now guys i will tell you what the blood of jesus buys for us first of all instead of being self-conscious you become god conscious so you start um, becoming someone that is conscious of God all the time. You're not always worried about self. And I've noticed the more I focus my attention off myself and on God, the more I'm less conscious of myself. I'm not even thinking, oh, what if they think? No, I'm like focused on God. And that is my main focus. And I, I stop myself from becoming self-conscious. Um, instead of being sensitive to other people's opinion, you become sensitive to the Holy Spirit. 
and this is something that you need to i found that the more i am sensitive to other people's opinion the more i lean on other people's opinion and whether they tell me i'm ugly i'm stupid i look like this i look like that that is funny on you know lean that looks funny why you why is this like that why is that like the more i become sensitive to other people's opinion the more i stop hearing the voice of the holy spirit and I don't think you understand this. The more sensitive you are to what other people are saying about you, the more insensitive or insensitive rather you are to the Holy Spirit. You stop hearing from the Holy Spirit. You, st you stop hearing his voice. And his voice is crowded with the voices of every single person that laughs at you, that teases you, that mocks you, that spits in your face and does whatever they do. You become sensitive to all of this stuff. The other thing is that if you have a fear of man, the blood of Jesus replaces us with the fear of God. And this is not a fear where you're like, oh my gosh, what if uh, 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 God strikes me down with lightning? Oh my gosh, what if uh, people uh, actually, uh, what if God doesn't forgive me? It's not that type of fear. It's actually where you're able to submit yourself to a God and fear him enough to obey his laws. And then rejection. Rejection is replaced with acceptance. God has accepted us into his family. We don't have to feel rejected by God. You know how many people are walking around this earth feeling like God has rejected them? And God is saying, come, come to me. And they're like, oh my word, I'm so rejected. God doesn't love me. And he's like, standing there and he's like, daughter, son, come, come to me. I love you. And they don't, they can't get that because they can't get themselves out of a place where they think that God thinks that they are just these dirty sinners. God sent Jesus to die for us that so we would be accepted into his life. Where you used to feel ashamed, you feel confident now. You have this confidence and not an ego, not cockiness, confidence. Where you actually confident in yourself, where you don't worry about what other people say, where you just confident. And from a place where you're in, feeling inadequate to a place where you're complete. And the Bible actually says that God wants us to be in a place where we feel complete, lacking nothing. Where we are lacking nothing. And he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. That's so we could feel complete lacking nothing. And where we're not insecure anymore. Where we secure knowing who we are in God. Where we don't have a low self-esteem anymore. But we have a low, healthy self-esteem in Christ. Where we we, we we fine. And that's what Jesus wants to buy for you. That's the identity you need to have in order to be someone that doesn't plagiarize other people's lives. There's so many people living on Instagram where you're plagiarizing a life that you've seen Kim Kardashian live or something like that. Once you find your full identity in Christ, you'll start finding that th these things don't mean anything to you. Right? And I'm going to share a poem. And uh, this is a poem that actually took me out of a place where I lacked so much identity, where I was constantly self-conscious. And I'm going to explain this, but I'm going to say it first. So this is how it goes. Ease your mind, take time to relax. Enjoy the planet before they take it back. You say it's not hard for you to slack. Too attached to the world, just step back. Enjoy the planet before it's depleted. Get lost, don't fear, redirect. It will lead you on a journey you won't regret. All the pain though, how can I forget? All the hurt, your mind resurrect. Let it go, your soul you shall perfect. Let it go, your heart shall be content. 
And that's basically from a place where I was broken. And if you want to see the piece where I'm actually playing the piano while singing it, you can go on Rhymes and Poetry 777. It is on the page. You can go check it out right now. Um, it took me to a place where I needed to start easing my mind and stop being self-conscious and worrying about other people's opinions and stuff. So I'll, I'll take you through it. So the first line is, ease your mind, take time to relax. So to ease your mind, you need to stop being self-conscious of other people, fearing people, living in rejection and being ashamed and all of that stuff. You need to free your mind of all of that. So it's basically erasing everything from the past out of your mind, easing your mind. Take time to relax. Take time where you actually every morning spending time in the word, renewing your mind every single morning. Because you can't clear your mind and then leave it empty. The devil will come like a flood and fill it with his rubbish. You need to ease your mind. Take everything out of your mind and then take time to relax. Take time in the word now. And that's your relaxation. Filling yourself with the promises of God. Filling yourself with the identity God says. Where he says, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Where he's, he's telling you that he's well pleased with you. Where he loves you so much that he, he knows so much about you. That he knows how many hairs you have on your head. Fill yourself with that every single morning. Enjoy the planet before they take it back is basically just saying the enemy is coming after the planet. He's coming after every single person on this earth. He's coming with the text. We're seeing in movies and songs and everywhere where he's trying to fill us with his rubbish. He's trying to fill us with fear and hate and, and killing and all of this stuff. And you need to enjoy the planet before the enemy invades because he wants to invade and the church needs to rise up so he doesn't invade. The church actually needs to rise up, but in order to do this, you need to enjoy uh, 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 actually being on this earth and reaching people. And that was enjoy the planet before they take it back. You say it's not hard for you to slack. Many people are so easy to procrastinate and to and to say, oh, I, I slack so easily because my hair is not always right and this is not always right. And we always in this identity thing where we never enough. It's easy for us to slack and no. So I say, um, you say it's not hard for you to slack, to attach to the world, to step back. When you attach to the world and the opinions and the fear of man and everything, it's very hard for you to actually step into a place where you actually love yourself. So you need to step back from being attached to the world. Enjoy the planet before they take it back. You say it's not hard for you to slack, to attach to the world, to step back. Enjoy the planet before it's depleted, which is self-explanatory. Um, dare to dream, don't waste. Depleted means the day when Christ comes and basically takes the church up to heaven. Enjoy the planet before it's depleted. Dare to dream, don't waste time, just live it. If you can see it, you can have it, guys. Literally, God lives, works in the language of dreams. Whatever you can see in your dreams, in your mind's eye, and have faith for, whatever you can see and believe that you've received in Christ, and the Bible says this as a promise, He will give you. So if you can see it, you can have it. Dare to dream, don't waste time, just live it. Get lost, don't fear, deep, redirect. So many times when we, we sin or we fall back in sin or we slack, we, we get lost now. And and be like, oh my word, I don't know what to do. So when you get lost, when you go back into sin, don't fear, redirect. Go back to the Bible and redirect yourself on the right path of purpose. So that's, don't get lost, don't fear, redirect. It may lead you on a journey you won't regret. All the pain though, how can I forget? All the hurt your mind resurrect. 
So all the pain that was inside of me, I was like, how can I forget this pain? It's inside of me. All the hurt my mind keeps resurrecting. It keeps bringing it up and saying, you this, you useless, you no. You need to clear your mind of all of that. So it's all the hurt. Your how could I forget all the pain? Your heart, your mind resurrect. Let it go. Your soul, you will perfect. Let it go. Your heart shall be content. Once you learn to let go and forgive, then you'll actually step into a place where you're living in full identity. With all of that said, we're gonna go into a quick break, and I'll see you guys right after this.
poetry people i loved this show it was so crazy from a place of pl uh, plagiarizing to a place where we actually finding full identity and once you have your identity you don't feel the need to plagiarize and that is the last thought i want to leave you guys with i love you guys so much god loves you guys even more than i could ever love you guys and this is nalzi lee for another week on rhymes and poetry and i'm about to sign out but before i do that i'm going to tell you guys where to catch us you can find us on our website www.activefm.co.za you can find us on facebook at activefm777 on instagram at activefm777 or simply if you want to find the poem i just did now um on a video you can actually find it on rhymes and poetry triple seven on instagram go on the page like comment share tell the world about rhymes and poetry because rhymes and poetry is for the people this is nazi lee for another week signing out love you peace out and god bless I messed up and I've run out of grace I used to stay 